When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Tracy Koga, and thanks for downloading this podcast from iLikeYou.com. If you can, give us a follow or subscribe. And remember that all the information about the guests in today's episode can be found at iLikeYou.com. Now, let's get started. I'm Tracy Koga with something short and fun. This is a Hugh Soundbite. So Midori, it is so nice to see you, and I know that you have so many memories, happy memories, but this is really to share your story of where you started way back in White Rock, B.C. Yeah, Yeah, there's happy memories now, but at the time when it was happening, it was like some times it was just like a nightmare, you know, but it all turned out well, and... uh, at this age, I'm just grateful that I went through all that so that I can sit here now. be appreciative and also understand what other people are going through. So let's start then. Let's start, Midori, with the the internment, I guess, and what that meant to you then. And well, yeah. we never did get interned. We were given the choice to either go work in the sugar bay field in the prairies or go into these internment camps. And uh, my mom and dad opted to go to the farm rather than be enclosed and mm-hmm. like like a prison, you know. So we um, were put on put on the train to go to Manitoba or or Manitoba, and we opted for Manitoba. And I think we were the most northernmost Japanese family in Manitoba. But uh, the people were welcoming, and mm-hmm. you know, it's not like you're in a enemy territory or anything. They were just so gracious and offering us this. It's how how we did it, like some beets or potatoes or some. You know, it was uh, we were very lucky. And uh, yeah, those uh, two or three years in on the beach field were tough especially in the heat, and then later on in the fall, it was a different thing. And 
it was a lot of manual labor, but uh, all in all, that was good for us. And so, did you get an opportunity to go to school? Uh, I missed two years of school, mm-hmm. about two and a half years. And um, when we moved to Selkirk from Petersfield, that's when we got to, to uh, the collegiate. And uh, right two weeks before the, the Christmas exams. <laughs> So, anyway, yeah, my uh, art exam was real, really, you know, good. I just like, like drawing, so that came out on top. But uh, others, we just two weeks to study for exam and never had any lessons. So it, it was, well, but the next set of exam following year was, was a breeze. And like growing up for you, did you ever feel that you were different from all the rest? Did you uh, face anything? Yes, but yeah, but Selkirk and Petersfield, they they were just so welcoming, and of mm-hmm. course Petersfield, they were we were surrounded by Germans. We were in the same <laughs> boat, and we all had to go and register every month, so that there was no problem at all. But in Selkirk. Uh, no, I didn't encounter uh, just just one incident where a lady was angry because I got served at the butcher shop before her, and and you said you served Japs before us, you know. Wow. And that was the only uh, mm-hmm. prejudicial remark that uh, that I <laughs> had to go through. You can't talk back, you know. <laughs> so no. And then you married and had a family. How did you meet your husband? Oh, in Winnipeg, he's from Germany, mm-hmm. and um, he was uh, apprenticing for, in pharmacy uh, with a friend of mine, and uh, she introduced Ed to me, and that's how it all started. So it was very in- interesting. My friend that I speak of is Chinese-Canadian from Vancouver, and her husband is... Uh, English Canadian from Saskatchewan, <laughs> Ed from Germany, Hamburg, Germany, and me from <laughs> Japan. From, yeah, Japanese so it was Canadian. the United Nations. Oh my and, goodness! Yeah, we are, we've been friends for so long. I mean, they're both gone now, but the Germans and the Japanese are <laughs> <laughs> still living. <laughs> Tells who's more enduring. What was what was it like a relationship like that back then? Being oh, uh, not, yes, yes, not uh, Caucasian. We, we were stared at, you know, not with uh, animosity, but uh, because it, it was never happened like that. <laughs> so there is this uh, Oriental face and a blonde, blue-eyed chap from Germany. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the same with my friend who's Chinese, and and her husband is blonde and blue-eyed. <laughs> so uh, we used to watch the people's reaction. And uh, there I thought, no, I shouldn't be. <laughs> but it was fun. And have you shared any of your history with your family, the stories from, you know, when you were growing up doing and working in the sugar beet fields? Have you shared those? No, no. I. Uh, it's funny. It, it wasn't intended that way, but we never talked about it. Mm-hmm. And may, maybe it was remembering was a little too hurtful, you know, uh, thinking about all the tough times we had. But uh, 
We never, I never talked about the sugar beet farm to, to my children. Why not? As I said, may, maybe it was bringing back, uh, it was too, too close yet, mm-hmm. at, um, when they were growing up. But now I can talk about it, and of course, mm-hmm. they would feel very resentful that their mother had to go through that. But, but uh, all in all, I think it was a good experience. Mm-hmm. I know what it's like to be uh, regarded as enemy aliens, and so I'm very sympathetic with newcomers to Canada, what they have to go through. But I think the newcomers have a little bit more confidence because mm-hmm. they're not the enemy, whereas we were the enemy, well, offsprings from the from the enemies at the time, and mm-hmm. yeah. If you look back, Midori, what comes to mind as something that was really important or made a big impact on you? If you look back and think back. Maybe. When I look back now, I, I see things dif- differently, and I'm very grateful that I had the, this experience of being the enemy alien and to overcome it and uh, have friends, true friends, and uh, well, we're still in contact, these friends that I made at Selkirk. You know, they, they became my friend in spite of all of that, the wartime feeling. We're still, oh, well, of course, at our age, they die off, you know. My best, best friend died, and, and the other one, I, she moved to Ontario, and uh, I don't know what, we lost contact. So. But anyway, uh, I think... Uh, I found the true friend, friendship, many friendship, and they they were all very welcoming, and and the church welcomed us. And the minister used to pick up me to read the the passages from from Bible and all that, you know. So Selkirk was a good landing place for us even though we lived in a shack because that was the only thing available. But no. but it was a happy time. And you have lived such a long and happy life. What would you like to say to your, to your family and loved ones? Everything comes right in the end. The years in between is a, it's really working on your soul to to enjoy life and not to look upon all these negative things as being negative. It's, it's just teaching you what it feels like in the negative situation and also to be more sympathetic with, with people that are coming in with strange country and strange language. It teaches you the true meaning of uh, uh, or Christianity or Buddhism or well, to me all those religions that t- uh, uh, teach love and uh, honesty and all that so whether you are Buddhist or Christian or Muslim it doesn't matter you just I, know, I have Muslim friends and Buddhist friends and <laughs> Being Japanese, <laughs> you can't avoid Buddhism. <laughs> uh, that's that you're so true. It's just everybody is a human being, right? Yeah. And uh, when I um, 
met my Baha'i friends, that's when it really came to hear. I mean, they, they, they embraced all religion, nine main religions plus offshoots. As, as long as, they, you know, it's, it's in your heart whether you deserve God's love or God life, to me, that's the same thing. You know? And the, the, the faster you embrace the fact that we're all children of one God, whatever you call it, you know, you, you can't be anything else but loving and understanding. So at 94, I'm really enjoying the life as it is, and, and although I can't do a lot of things that I have been doing, I mean, you have to accept your mobility as such as and and know what you can do and can't do but what you can do you make the best of it and do it thank you so much midori it's been Was a I bragging? pleasure <laughs> you weren't bragging no no That's true little... words of wisdom thank you for listening. This has been a production of ilikeyou.com. Podcast distribution from the Sound Off Media Company. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's take this outside. A new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's take this outside. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all had. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.